0: Hi there, lovely. It is Kim Valentine here, or Libby Kennedy from Neighbours. Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from
1: Neighbours. Hi, this is Candace Lees, Wendy Rodwell on Neighbours, and you are listening to the
0: award winning, the best podcast in the entire world, to The Neighbourhood
1: Rewatch. Welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. Of course, the award winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. Uh, what we do is we watch episodes of Neighbours. Adam's in dismay already, which is also what we do. To be fair, as well, uh, he shakes his head in dismay quite a lot. Uh, is, is that something I've said or something going off? No, I'm just... I'm, di- I'm... No. Why would you play Scott McTominay?
2: Why? <laughs> Why would you do it? It makes no fucking sense.
0: <laughs> oh, uh,
1: so yeah, this that was Adam. Uh, Tim, have you got any thoughts about team selections?
0: Uh, no, but I do feel like we've just done like an hour's worth of only a pound for our Patreon stuff, mm. all energy, and then in- still you managed to come in with the same welcome to the podcast, <laughs> the award-winning podcast. That's Adam. <laughs> and that's Tim. It's part so of it, what we it? do is we watch...
1: Are you doing a Michael Parkinson impression? Tim, we haven't got time for this. <laughs> Here's
2: another funny thing, though. So I, I get like my team news off this, this live score app. So what it does, I've never seen it before, but I'm going to say it now because it's made me chuckle. So it does the team in like the formation, brilliant. Then it does the substitutes, all the substitutes. And then underneath it says like injuries and suspensions, but it gives reasons why they're not there. So it's got like Victor Lindelof, thigh injury. injury. It's got Darwin Nunes, straight red card. It says Mason Greenwood, personal reasons. <laughs>
0: God.
1: Personal reasons. I mean, it's
2: not good. How untrue. good's that? <laughs> it's not good, and we don't condone it on, this, on this show and so. at all. <laughs> Sorry, go on, do the
1: podcast. Like they could have just put cunt there, and it would have been absolutely fine. Everyone would go, yeah, he is isn't it? Yeah. Fair enough. Uh well know Tim's gonna desperately change his name to Tim personal reasons now. <laughs> 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 uh but yes, this is an award-winning neighbours rewatch podcast. Mental, uh, that isn't it? It How is mental, is that? I know we know where are the best neighbours podcast going. We're by far. the only one by now. Everyone else is is at it. There's no more neighbors to watch except <laughs> us. We're watching episodes from 2002. Uh, episodes specifically, uh, 3971 to 3975. Uh, we watch these episodes of Daily Motion on the uh, the channel Neighbours UK Fans Forever. Thank you very much, Neighbours UK, UK Fans Forever, whoever you may be. Well done,
0: podcasts. you can, uh, Nick. N- 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry. Thanks, Tim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just let him do it, Tim. Fucking hell. Tim's really amused himself there
0: oh it's just carnage
1: (laughs) Uh, you can follow us on socials at Watch Neighbour Twitter, Instagram, TikTok Uh, you can also Tim mentioned the Patreon before we've done a good 48 minutes worth of content for just £1 a month and that's just this week you get this four times a week a great content. We've just had really
0: wonderful... Four interviews. times a week is what you just said. Say <laughs> Four times a week. <laughs> How many weeks are in a month, Jay? Uh, four weeks. Four times a month. There four you go. times a month.
1: I would, if I could, I would do this four days a week. You can. I will be able to, to by the end of September. <laughs> 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 Apart from a Wednesday when I have to go to job centre. Um, <laughs> we told you really shouldn't be laughing. This will be the theme for this month: is JK's job hunt. Who knows where it's going to take us? Stay tuned, and you'll find out. Yeah, um, next
0: month's theme is JK's destitute. <laughs> October's theme is JK's wife left. <laughs> but is there
1: anything? <laughs> is there anything more typical of not having a job than watching neighbours? There, really, there isn't. Uh, so should we talk about some neighbours then? Yeah, go on. Because we're we're back in 2002. Do you want to know what's going on, Tim? I want to know everything that's going everything. on. Well, I'm about to tell you everything. Are you going to do thing- a little
2: bit of catching up here? Because there's a few. We, I like it when we do this because we just
1: we just plonk down, aren't we? As if we've travelled through time. We have, and we are plonked down right at the start of 2002. The first thing I'm going to tell you about Tim is that Drew and Libby have got a kid. Remember that whole storyline where Libby couldn't have a kid? Yeah. About that instantly. Because they kidnapped kid. one. They've also, I'm pretty sure we're only about six months out from where we left it. So the fact that they've managed to, you know, uh, if you know about gestation times with babies, there's something a little bit off here with the gestation time. Uh, because this kid has been alive for a little while now, plus the nine months it takes to gestate. Their numbers aren't adding up there, personally. Do you not think it's it's Drew's?
0: Drew Kirk actually strikes me as the kind of person whose spunk would grow that fast. That's a good point as well, Tim.
1: Yeah, did I just hear something? So manly. Yeah,
2: it's my doorbell. I'm ignoring it, though.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) The neighbours have turned up. (laughs) They They want to know what's going on with Drew Libby. But yeah, they've got a kid. And to match, Drew's got a broken wrist as well. I don't know how if was, that was... How was he broke his wrist? Uh, something to do with a policewoman. Uh, a policewoman named Terry, who lives upstairs. Because there's always someone living upstairs to Drew and Libby. That one time, it was that guy who played the drums. There was another time where it was a potential murder uh, escape to, from an asylum or something like that. Murder or something like that. This time, it's a, it's a policewoman. And she's broke. Drew's wrist because she thought the uh, the garage was getting robbed one night. Drew came along to see what was going on. She thought Drew was the robber, pushed him to the ground, and he broke his wrist. Fucking hell! Uh, So uh, Libby's fuming about that, and she tells Terry as such. uh, She goes round to her house, says, "Stay away from Drew. If you you know if you ever come round again, we'll be suing you." Uh, But Terry doesn't listen to any of that and just comes round with a basket and apologizes. And she's like, uh, "All right, okay, fair enough." Uh, Libby is also fuming about her sex life as well. Uh, she's always fucking moaning about something. She
0: does my head in.
1: She's annoying. Yeah, I I would be unhappy with my sex life if I wasn't getting it from Drew though, and uh, and and that's her gripe here. She's not getting it. Uh, it's that kind of post baby thing where you know, Livy's maybe does not feel great about her body. And you're tired because you're looking after a baby, and that's just chaos. And if you don't have a baby, let me assure you, it's fucking chaos. Um, So, yeah, and and, but Libby's quite happy to talk about this with everyone. She's talking to Lynn about it. She's asking Lynn, you know, what were you and Joe like? And they were just pumping out babies for a good four or five years there. So, Lynn obviously had Lynn and Joe obviously had no problem there at all. They were just straight back on it, get another one out, off we go. What This this one's beautiful as well. Fantastic. Let's make another one. Uh... <laughs> uh, but Drew's vet seemed to be coming around, so maybe wanting to, to to do the thing again with Libby. And he's like, tell you what, you take the morning off. Go get yourself a nice dress. I'll look after baby Ben. And you'll come back. I'll make a nice tea. We'll have some champagne. And maybe we'll get down to it. So Libby goes shopping. But doesn't really feel massively comfortable getting an expensive dress. So she gets a quite cheap one, uh, which she ends up ripping almost instantly. But don't. But Drew's like, "Don't worry about it. I was going to rip it off anyway." It's fucking thrilling. This. <laughs> uh, you know, so he he has, think- I'll be honest.
2: He has picked the worst. Pointless storyline in the whole thing. There are quite, quite you know a couple of really exciting storylines. What is this? What for some reason though, what he's decided to do is pick a really minor, up minor one that's just kind of been used as filler around the proper stuff. It's blown, That's why I have been a bit rude. I granted because I'm doing my best for the football, but I've not got a clue why he's chosen this storyline to start
1: this off with. Because I wanted to go shag heavy at the start. That's why. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you haven't done though because they're not shag heavy so. yeah, no it's true. shit heavy this true <laughs> uh, and you
1: think alright okay you know he takes it to the couch and you're like oh yeah they're going to have sex on the couch cut to the scene later they're both just falling asleep on the couch they were both too tired to do do the deed and you're like oh that's a shame what like, a boring storyline. Yeah. yeah, that's should, what we all thought. Yeah. Should okay. we go to bed? And they're like, yeah, let's go to bed. He's still going, going with it. There's yeah. nothing else to say. <laughs> no, because there is. It's, it's quite a nice little end to this little storyline because they're like, should we grab the champagne? And Libby's like, yeah, I'll be flat, but fuck it. I'll drink it. It's fine. So they sit there with the champagne. Ben's fast asleep, looking like a really cute baby. And they're like, this is great, and it? doesn't matter that we're not shagging because we've got a baby and we're drinking champagne. So isn't this nice? And they go, yeah, it is. Clink.
0: Fuck. Still going. <laughs> Stop talking. Still going. Is this is absolute shit. <laughs> Three minutes ago. <laughs> Nothing to say.
1: It's a nice little story. Boring Stop people talking didn't. About sex. It. Talk about one of the good ones. Next one. Should we move on, on to the right next now. one? Fuck me? Oh, right. Two people are definitely shagging then. A D and Stu.
0: Uh, <laughs> this is two weeks in a row. Well, if we do get any new listeners,
1: yeah, I don't not- miss
0: every week. It's not only like that we don't really talk about neighbours as we probably should. This is like, like, oh, who's banging this week?
2: Yeah, it's it's starting to come across as a really like seedy, horrible, <laughs> old man comment about a, a pretty, you know, standard Australian soap. <laughs> I'm cheapening it, don't do it. He's shitting himself now because all,
0: all of his plans are, oh shit, this person's banging, that person's not banging. Out as we go along. No,
1: because it was a nice little segue, that. Because, yeah, Dee and Stuart are at the start of a new relationship, it seems. Uh, but there's some spanners getting thrown in the works here because Darcy, Dr. Darcy, uh, who you might remember, was having an affair with Dee while he was engaged to Tess. Uh, has decided he wants D back. He seems to be on some sort of uh, I don't know, you know, holistic kind of rituals he's going through. He's, he's had a bit of a midlife crisis. He's in full JK mode is the best way to put he, this.
2: You know what? I'm glad you've said that. He,
1: does, <laughs>
2: he, he is coming across very JK, this guy. He, he really is. It's, uh, hot, think, it's
1: not nice to see. No, it's really not. It's not good looking in that mirror sometimes. Uh, he's, I think he's had a bit of a health scare. Um uh, and he's, he's so he sees in the moment, and he's trying. And one of the, the moments he wants to see is his D. He's like, I always liked you the best. Uh, how about me and you go for a date? And she's like, But I'm seeing Stew. And he's like, Yeah, that doesn't matter. Why don't you come for a date with me? And she's like, mm, Get over yourself, Darcy. Uh, but then just, you know, you think, OK, that's
0: what. That's fine.
1: Sorry, what she no, does. And I thought it was a great line. She says, Get over your,
2: yourself, Darcy. Everyone else has.
0: Oh. It was a great
2: burn
1: it was good that's savage that is savage Uh but then so she gets back and she's chatting to Stu and then she someone knocks at the door or rings the doorbell doesn't ignore it like Adam has Uh goes to the door and it's Stu's fiance it doesn't say ex-fiance it says fiance And uh, I can't remember her name Tracy has showed up and she wants she wants Stu back you haven't said who Stu is oh yeah he's just a guy Uh
2: is he not related to Drew in some way? Is he not his pal from back home? Is he?
1: I don't know that. Isn't he? I don't know. Is he from Oki? Yeah, I think he's from Oki. Is he from Oki? Okay, so he's one of Drew's mates from back home.
0: Then uh, he's, a, he's quite a good-looking lad. He's um, great-looking lad. He's a great man. He's no Drew, though. It, well, come on. Come on but,
1: uh, yeah, so she showed up. To throw another spanner into the works, which upsets Dee, obviously, because she's like, I don't think she quite knew that he was engaged. No, um, it didn't seem like it. No. And uh, yeah, and Tracy wants him back, but he was like, Yeah, you, but you were shagging all my mates. And she's like, Yeah, but you are my favourite, so and he's like, No, definitely don't want don't want you back. I don't feel anything for you anymore. I want nothing to do with you. But that leaves it leaves Stu and, and Stu and Dee on pretty uh, shaky ground right now I'd say just at the start of a relationship when it's meant to be all honeymoon and all shagging when it's meant to be be shag heavy uh, it's thrown that off a little bit
2: (laughs) we'll let him off
1: (laughs) and you know who else is shagging oh no stop it now this is the last time. <laughs> this is the last time I'll say this, uh, because Steph, Steph's bully, is engaged. She is getting married
0: to a man called Mark. Uh, this man. This Mark, is all happening too fast. Are you sure it's only a, like five or six months? Things since happen too fast. What we were last watching. Yeah, things. They happen. don't have to. fucking hell. They do,
1: but then it's, it's a fast-moving world, Tim. The thing is, we've probably
2: missed those storylines that have started and ended before the new storylines have started again because it's neighbours, isn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, So, yeah, Mark is one of the managers at Lassiter's. Uh, He looks
2: like he's the main man.
1: I wouldn't say he's the main man he's not Mr. Lassiter, but I I think he might be related to someone who is, though. I feel like... the Lassiter? Yeah, possibly. Uh, No, no, because we meet his parents later on. We do um uh, but yeah he's definitely related to someone there's a bit of nepotism maybe going on um and you're like oh great Steph's getting you know she she's she's forgot about all the bad boys because we know she liked the bad boys in the past and he seems you know he's he's got a job he you know he looks good in a suit he's he's, a, he's an upstanding citizen would you would say however I get the feeling that Flick's got a thing for him, or has Flick. potentially had a thing for him in the past.
2: Flick had a, Flick made a pass at him before she realised she he was going out with Steph Scully. They say that later on. She oh, said, right. "Oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. I made made a pass at you." And he's like, "Yeah, don't worry about it. Like,
1: yeah." But how how was. How has Flick not realized that Steph and Mark are dating and has made a pass at him?
2: I don't know. I don't know if it was done in, if they've not been going out that lot, maybe that long, and they've got seen each other in secret or. Flick. They're already
1: engaged. It's a, it's a fast engagement.
2: Pot kettle, my friend. Pot kettle. <laughs> it's a fast moving world. My, my issue with this Mark guy is he, he looks your age. He yeah. looks about 15 years old, this lad. <laughs> like Steph Scully is clearly about early 20s in this she is, but this guy does not look old enough, he looks like he's borrowed his dad's suit to go and be the manager of Lasseter's, he doesn't look right to me, and I all, I'm also worried that he looks a lot like the other character, Matt who we will get to who's in a bit a massive yeah. storyline far bigger than the one with Libby and Drew Shaggin um, we'll get to that though the, the both not the, Shaggin Not chugging, yeah, not even that interesting. So they're called Matt and Mark, and they look
1: the fucking same. (laughs) They do, they are very interchangeable. Very, very interchangeable. Because they've all kind of got that same haircut as well, like in the early 2000s. They've got the 2000s. And then you kind of spike up the front bit a little bit, so it's kind of a bit quiffy. Yep. They've all got that haircut. Um, Yeah, he is very interchangeable indeed. Uh, I'm still here you still no Tim's gone off he's Tim's gone off Is he gone I'm off or he gone off
0: You're in my ears I'm still in
1: I'm in your ears constantly I, I, I'd hope so even when he's trying to sleep at night I'd hope I'm just in his ears something I've said throughout the day is just ringing in his ears going off <laughs> Did he really say that
0: all day every day
1: yeah <laughs> uh, so Flicky's working at Laster's by the way she's doing some sort of internship there some internship program Uh but Mark's being a bit hard on her. And you're like, oh, why is he being a cunt? Is it because she made a pass at him? No, it's, it's, he's being a cunt with her. So everyone then hates Mark. And they all bond. She bonds with the team. It's a classic management technique. So they're, they're getting engaged. So the Scullies want to meet this new family. So they come round to the Scullys' house for a, for a lovely family meal. And... Lynn's worried. Joe's not arse. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm Joe Scully. I, you've got to impress me, cunt." Uh, but Lynn's obviously, yeah, he's getting
2: annoyed because Lynn's making him do all stuff. It's quite funny, I think. Like he's being very Joe Scully about it, and she's being very Lynn Scully about it. And yeah. it's, I, I always like it when Joe's giving it the big Joe Scully. But then the only thing that actually beats Joe Scully is Lynn Scully. I think that's. Yeah. I think that's quite a nice little
0: <laughs> family
2: dynamic. It always makes me smile. <laughs>
1: So, but it's going really well. They meet up and they're like, oh, like, because Joe's worries, like, oh, these are fucking poshos when, you know, we're not. When, what we're going to have some, we're going to have any sort of common ground to talk on. but they do. Joe and uh, Joe and the dad are talking about the horses. Uh, the dad raise, owns horses or raises horses. Joe's clearly just bets on them, but they can bond over that. They could still talk about the horses. Uh, Lynn and the mum talk about hairdressing because everybody needs the hairdressing at some point so they talk about that and they bond about that and you're like oh this is great do you, think it's, funny
2: that that, do you think it's funny that it's called hairdressing but they don't actually dress your hair like they cut, like they don't like put different things on they don't you don't go to a hairdresser's and they start just putting loads of hats on you do you for like an hour <laughs> do you know what i mean like they don't put bows in like there's it's not like dressing up your hair like they cut your hair and style your hair but it has always been known as hairdressers tim thoughts what would
1: you call I it think... instead of hairdressing? What should it be renamed as? Well, you're asking me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm the one with the problem.
2: I, I just, <laughs> I, it's just the way you said hairdressing, and I was like, it just occurred to me that you like it's not though, is it?
0: This is the a uh, uh, fucking fantastic five or six minute bit. You should go and do it, <laughs> Take this to the stand up club. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'll I'll do
2: now I'll say like I'll, I'll like start it all up and then you can go up and do
1: it too. <laughs> you don't need to think of a punchline. You won't get that far.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> We've recourse, recourse referring to the time Tim bravely <clears> went <throat> up on stage and did a stand-up.
0: I've not been brave enough to do it. No, I'll balls of steel. That.
1: Bars of steel. We've got up there on stage and done a set.
0: Um, and it was fucking awful. And I had the best time of my life.
1: But yeah, you have racked up more minutes of stand-up than me. So I'm not going to.
2: But what, what we do have coming up is probably you regaling Tim with this story again on his wedding day, which will probably be, which will probably be fun as well.
1: If anyone has an do is I might give uh, the audience cards, and then if they don't like it, they can just put them up. <laughs> yeah, I'll get the timer on. See if I can last longer than Tim on his wedding night. <laughs> That's a wedding
0: speech joke <laughs> about shagging. <laughs> we won't need. We won't need a timer. We'll be next door to each other. We'll just know. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: Yeah, so what should we call hair dressing? I know it was
2: done. Forget it. (laughs) Forget it. I like that that Lynn's salon is called A Good Hair Day. I think that's a good name for a salon.
1: Yeah, that is a good name.
2: There's a pet grooming place near me called Doggy Style.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's the punchline. There's the punchline. (laughs) But so you think it's all going well you're like brilliant they've got on these two families you know even though they're different they've found common ground it's going to be a great union between these two families and then the posh family i can't remember the name they go outside the house and they're like the dad's like oh they seem pretty nice and she's like yeah but there's no fucking way they're getting married I'm actually sure she says that as well. In my book, sure. she fucking says that in a posh voice. Uh, Why
0: do you think this is such a common a common thing, like common storyline in all of TV and film? Like the parents like, fucked if they're getting married. It, it, are, are people actually like that?
2: Here's the thing with this one. The two people that are getting married don't know that one set of parents doesn't want them to get married, Tim. Yeah. So you're saying yeah. this, is this a common thing? This could be happening right now. <laughs> like you you're, you you you're completely oblivious to this this is a conversation that's happening right now just in another in another room somewhere <laughs> how can we
1: sabotage that wedding <laughs> so yeah that's some good drama that unfolds over the coming weeks and as well as with the neighbor storyline <laughs> <laughs>
2: With the neighbours, side question: Are we watching in order? Will we be finding out the end of this storyline, or are we going to time jump and not have a fucking clue what's happened?
1: No, we're pretty in, we're pretty in order now. We've got a very very solid run of episodes. This run of episodes is going to last us about twenty seven weeks. I figured out. I know. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Tim just took a really deep breath in. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't worry about that. We will see the conclusion of all these storylines. Don't worry. Stick with and us. If, you, if people do stick with us, we'll also
2: get the conclusion of Tim's wedding. If it's 27 weeks as well, we'll be able to tell you what happened if she goes through
1: with it. Also, oh yeah, that'll be <laughs> the finale of this season. will be Tim's wedding.
0: <laughs> be well, we usually do this on a Monday or Tuesday, don't we? So it's either the day before or the day of.
2: Oh, no. That'd be good.
0: <laughs> really good. We'll do it live in front of everyone.
1: <laughs> that could be the Patreon, right? Yeah. yeah. They're all invited. Tim and Gracie's vows, yeah. I'll I'll set up a Zoom call for all the Patreons. <laughs> <laughs> uh right. Should we talk about the Hancock family? This yeah. this is a new there's quite a few storylines going on here. Uh so this, if you remember from Two seasons ago. This was the family that just bought a house. Uh they, they bought the, the house that T and uh, D and Tess were living in, which Lou owned. Oh no, which Phil Martin owned, sorry, and decided to sell. So the Hancocks moved in. Um and they've been they've been trying their best to F shit up this whole time. And they're all doing their own thing, these Hancocks. Uh the mum
0: wants to shack Toady. Everyone wants to shag Toadie, This
2: is a little precursor to the finale. This is Toady taking a bit of a shine to an older
1: woman again here, isn't it? It is. Even though by the end of the episode, though, he doesn't seem that arsed about it all. She seems... Because I think what's transpired is that Tody's confessed feelings for Maggie, I think she's called. Yep. Uh, he's wrote a letter or something like that, and someone's found it. Because they're working together and doing lawyering stuff. And I think Mark, the, the eldest son, has found it and has kind of gone mad at Tony about about it. He knows that Tony likes his mum, yeah. Yeah. So they're working together, and Tony's like determined to just kind of get on with work, but she keeps on bringing it back up. She's like, "We need to talk about this," and you don't get to see what they talk about. It's just kind of like the episode cliffhanger that we need to talk. Uh, and then something else happens, which is quite dramatic, but we'll get to that in a moment. But after that, she's like, yeah, Toadie, I'm totally into you. I really want you. And then Toadie's really like, well, I'm not fucking dealing. I don't want any of the fucking to do with this anymore. He really backs off. Um, he's 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 thought, yeah, I wouldn't mind, you know. Mind. You know when you work to someone in, in close proximity, sometimes you're like, yeah, I wouldn't mind, you know, if this happened. But now he's actually thought about it, he's gone. I thought it'd be fun for a while, but nah, not a chance now. Don't want any of This them. is the thing. I
2: wish you had this gene that Toadie's got, where he <laughs> thought, oh, you know what? I'm working in close proximity to these, this this girl or these girls or this, this race of people. I'd like something to happen to them, the Polish girls. Um, and then <laughs> something in his mind, like when it got close to happening, went, oh, no, better not. Imagine if you had that.
1: <laughs> well, Toadie does. There you go. Happily. Uh but thing is, Maggie's she's still married to the dad, Evan, I think. They're still quite happily married. But she's just uh, just falling on trying it on with Toadie. He's a bit uh, of shit, Evan, though, isn't he? He is a bit of a dickhead, isn't he?
2: He's uh, just like a he's just a guy. It's like neighbours that like, every so often just put just a guy in there. I bet you he's the first one to leave from this family. For some reason, he will leave. The the rest of the family will stick around a bit longer, but he'll fuck off.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. He's just a nothing guy, isn't he? Even his kid thinks so. So the the youngest son, Leo, uh, he's at the coffee shop and he gets bullied by this other younger kid and his girlfriend. Like, we're sitting there and he's like, no, but I'm sitting in here. And he's like, do something about it. And they go to fight, but then he backs down uh, because he's a little pussy. And <laughs> he goes to his mum late on and goes, am I a pussy? And she's like, oh, don't say that. He's like, yeah, but dad's a bit of a pussy though, isn't he? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I don't... And she doesn't really particularly disagree either. She goes, yeah, he, he really is a <laughs> little." Yeah. That's why i want a Shaq <laughs> And yeah, he just gets in his head that he's not a strong person anymore and, or never was because his dad isn't and just kind of gets off and he's upset with himself because he hasn't... Uh, hasn't been strong and been brave and smacked this kid in the gothic. What shop? would you
0: do in that moment if, if we're like, if some fucking back to the future bullshit gangster bully came up and, like, no, that's my seat. What are you going to do about it?
1: In that specific situation, mm. I'd have fucking lamped him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, because you got to take the situation. If it was him and five
0: mates, you go, yeah, I'm out on number yeah, there. I'm just going to fucking scurry off. Um, but I'm just, just picturing you fucking, you're, you're at Costa with Seth and it's, it's a couple of guys just being complete dicks for no reason. Could sit anywhere and you fucking punch one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking wouldn't. I'd like to well, be there to see it if you did, but come <laughs> again. But well, that's, you know, you got to take,
1: you got to assess your situation. You've got a young child there with you. So do you want us to set things that? What sort of, you know, what sort of, uh, Example does that set for that person. Um,
0: but You wouldn't do sp- it if
1: you by yourself. Now, in that specific situation, chat <laughs> shit, you would have got banged. Yeah! <laughs> uh- and the last, the last one of this family, Mark, that we want to talk about, he's into his race cars. He's working at the garage, doing up his car. Lou and Drew are hassling for the money, saying, you're using all these parts, we won't fucking pay in. And he's like, oh, I promise you, I'll pay you tomorrow, I promise. And Lee's like, right, fine, whatever, here's your fucking keys. And he's desperate because he wants to do some car racing. Illegal street racing. And the only reason he can pay them is if
2: he wins the race. It's for $2,000. And now he's got this
1: souped up whatever it is, I don't know. Like Ford Orion or something. Something. It's not a good car. It is the most low-budget Fast and Furious you've ever seen. (laughs) it is neither fast nor furious and then he's he's racing greg
2: greg is just this long-haired <laughs> the, yeah there's mulleted fat dude classic <laughs> 2002
1: it's yeah it's, 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 it's no quite vision, exciting but... uh so they have a race on the and you know they're doing that thing at the start they're at the the, the race line, they're revving their engines and the guys there making sure they're on equal level, and then Leo out of fucking nowhere, because he decided he's a little pussy. Goes, I'm going to jump in this car and get in this race straight away. Dancing so with his older brother. To... Like, yeah, So yeah, he just jumped, and Matt's like, "No, don't. What the fuck are you doing? Get out of the car." He's like, "No, nah, fuck you. I'm not a pussy anymore. Let's race, bitch." And they do. They start racing. And uh... he could have easily gone. Well, hang
2: on. Actually, my brother's just jumped in. He's only he's only 11. Um, I'll get him out with a car. And then, and then we'll do the races. That all right with you? And yeah, Greg would have probably is, gone, yeah, okay. That's because uh, I'm nice. not a bad guy. I just yeah. like racing. So like yeah, racing take your
1: little brother out of the car. No worries. Yeah, I just like racing for more money than these cars are worth. True. Uh, yeah, but well, they no, don't. They don't do that. They just fuck off with Leo in the car. Yeah. So Greg's in the lead at first, and you're like, oh fuck, he's gonna lose this one. But then Matt finds, I don't know, does he flip over the nose and... Nitrous, boom. Nitrous, bang. He's in the lead. <laughs> and then what are this, this might be in the lead and clearly going to win. Yeah. This guy's going as fast as he can. He can't go any faster. He's fast. not getting any faster than Greg. Greg's fucked at this stage. Yeah, he's not getting any faster. So despite him easily going to win this race, he decides to cut in front of him and cause a massive crash. For <laughs> no <laughs> reason. For despite, no reason. Despite the fact his younger brother is in the car as well, he's yeah. like, I'm going to swerve right out in front of him and cause him to swerve and me to swerve off. Um, so he does, he's, Greg swerves off, hits a tree. Matt swerves off, hits someone on the way and then hits a tree as well. And that's how the episode ends. You're like, fuck, what's happened? Who's he hit? Just a random walker? No, it's not. No, it cuts back. And it's Harold Bishop on the floor. <laughs> dun, dun,
2: can hit him. Because Harold has been on a bit of a health kick recently and doing lots of power walking, which they dripped into the episodes previous. And then you see him and he's just having his walk. And you think, oh, there's Har- Harold out for his walk. Wait a minute. That's a fast car. Oh, my God. Boom. It's fucking brilliant storytelling once again. Neighbors one, the
1: rest of the world zero. I don't know. <laughs> Kate Blanchett nil. No. Yeah, fuck Kate Blanchett. yeah, fuck that. Um, so yeah, Harold has been trying to get Trim because, despite Madge being dead uh, nine months, you'd be know saying he's back on the prowl. Uh, he's, he's got his eye on Rosie, uh, who is the newest priest in town. Uh, but Lou has also got his eye on Rosie as well. Uh, so they're both trying to get in shape to try and impress her because they think, oh, that's what's going to impress her. It gives us that chance for that old Lou Harold cornermanship banter.
2: I, I love a bit
1: of that. It's been a while. Yeah. So Rosie shows up in the pub and they're like, oh, hi, Rosie. How are you? They're, like, they're both there because Harold's hanging out at the pub now uh, because Rosie goes to the pub. Uh, and they're like, but then Rosie shows up with a guy and they're like, oh, fuck. is she? Is she shagging this guy? Is she shagging this guy? Yeah. And so they're both trying to gleam information. Uh, Lou more so than Harold. But it turns out it's just a brother. Uh, but they are still shagging. Don't. <laughs> they're not, they're not, they're not. They're not, they're not. Come on, this is the priests. This is the Catholic Church. They don't do anything like that. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> well, I said they don't do anything like they don't that. Don't do it.
0: They don't do it. <laughs> personal reasons <laughs> <Some> reason. <laughs> 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 so yeah Harold
1: has been out for walks hence why he was out for a walk that, and then got ran over so we put to Harold in the hospital and do you know so Tim I'm going to ask you at this point what is the most likely thing if you get hit by a car what's the most likely medical thing that's going to be wrong with you not the top five just the, just one yeah, you get hit by a car, you're thinking, oh shit, what? I broke my leg, I broke an ankle, ribs. I, it, it, if I get properly brushing.
0: hit by a car, it's internal organs are fucked, internal bleeding of Kind okay. kinds.
2: A bit broken of context, it took context. It was a glancing blow on it. He didn't it don't get fully wiped out. He gets kind okay. of glancing glance blow, clips him, Spends him It, it does it. go over and it is, it is horrible. No one wants to get hit by a car, but yeah, it's more like that than a full
0: on smash. So you, you're more thinking of like, it'll be like a scrape or a cut or some kind of broken bone. Mm-hmm. I would incorrect,
1: thought. Tim. Incorrect. The most likely thing to happen This is brilliant again. When you get sideswiped by a car is that both your retinas will detach from your eyes and you will no longer be able to see.
0: He's fucking blind! <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fucking writers are so lazy.
2: It was so good. It's so good how he says it though. I would if you haven't watched it, I would recommend just watching this little bit. Because Lou and Rosie come in to see him and they're like, whoa, you all right? And he's because he's he's got two patches over his eyes, like Mad Jad when she went fucking blind two weeks ago. And then like <laughs> he's got like he broke his leg or something. He's strapped his leg up because he did get swiped by the car. But it's how Harold says it. He says, like, yeah, poor, yeah, I'm just resting. And I'm fucking blind. <laughs> he literally, he's like, he might as well just point at his eyes and go, "I don't even know. I don't know what's happening." <laughs> but
1: can retinas reattach themselves? They seem to think so. They're not. Nobody's worried about being permanently blind. No one's. No. not there. Going right. You're gonna like here's your walking stick. Here's your white stick. Uh, here's a pair of sunglasses. Off you go. A little bit later
2: on, someone says. Hopefully his retinas reattach. <laughs>
1: That's what they say. <laughs> Hopefully. They just, pop, they just pop back in. They're not even going to do surgery.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. I don't know how it works, but this sounds like bollocks. It was this it was this
2: scene, because I obviously like, I don't want to watch all these fucking episodes again. I feel like the show's over. But I saw this scene and I was like, you know what? I'm back in because this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs>
1: Uh, and it's it's a little, bit, I feel it's all contrived to set up this next scene where, so Lou and Rosie are there checking on him and like, Lou's I was like, no, I'm fine, don't worry, they'll reattach themselves. Lou, you get off to the pub. Rosie, you get off to the church. Don't worry about me. So Lou goes, right, yeah, I'm off. See you later, I don't need any more than that. So Harold thinks Lou's gone he goes, Rosie, Rosie. Oh, just want to let you know, I think Lou's got a thing for you. You wouldn't, you wouldn't you wouldn't admit this himself, but I think he's really, uh, really quite sweet on you. I just think you should know that because he's been a good friend to me over the years, and so he's a really good guy. But Lou's still listening into all this, and then Harold's like, "Rosie, you are a fucking great girl. Even though I can't see you right now, you are banging." And you know, any guy'd be lucky to have you. But I think Lou's going to win out this time. I think
2: Lou. It's Lou's turn in it. I think it is. Yeah,
1: advantage Lou at this point. Um. So, yeah, there we go. Harold is blind, detached retinas. Uh, how much money are you willing to put on in the next episode, 3,976, that he can see again? They'll, uh, do, they'll do a little bit. I reckon
2: one episode where he can, one after he yeah. can see. We'll yeah. see. So,
1: 3,977, he'll be able to see again. Sight. Sight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that leads us on to the last storyline we're going to talk about this evening. Or whenever you listen to the podcast. We record it in the evening. But you, this could be your morning commute. This could be your lunch break. This could be your ride home from work. I don't know we why. We could
0: be ruining your lunch right now. You're welcome. <laughs> we could be ruining any part of your day for you. Uh, we're going to talk about Ellie. Uh,
1: Ellie Conway. So you know who Ellie Conway is, Tim. Because you've seen her on Neighbours. In the uh, final episodes. <laughs> Yeah, because,
0: yeah, that's what we're talking about, isn't it? <laughs> well, she's in the final episodes.
1: Yeah, you know Ellie, who shows up to, uh, what's her face? No! That's the same Ellie. Not the same actress, but the same character. Well, see. well there you go.
2: That's what threw me a little <laughs> bit, you see, because she might have had the same name Ellie, but a completely different fucking face.
1: So how <laughs> was I supposed to know? <laughs> yeah, so this is Ellie, who ends up with, uh, oh, wow. why am I fucking forgetting her name, are the, uh, the one who's with not 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 Nicolette, Chloe, 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 Chloe yeah, Chloe. the one who ends up with Chloe, despite her still being married to a man, um, and seemingly not telling her husband that she's run off with Chloe. Uh, yeah, this is the same Ellie. She is Susan's wow. niece, Darcy's cousin, uh, and she's working at the surgery with Carl, and she's a bit shit at first because she's like twelve and doesn't have a degree in. A doctorate in medicine, so she's a bit shit going on. Uh, she also has a thing for Tad as well. Um, uh, I think she's forced a kiss on Tad at this point, and Tad's like, No, you're about 12, this is not right. Uh, but while she's working at the surgery, she's decided to have a good old look through Tad's file, see what's going on. Uh, she must remember that time he donated a kidney. Uh, he was out the next day, I think. Um, uh, but yeah, she's a bit shit at first, and Carl's kind of losing his. He's tearing his hair about. It. He's like, oh, she's fucking shit." This this girl. Sorry, Carl's what? doing what? Sorry. He's tearing his hair out. Oh. Got to be careful saying that. <laughs> I realised what I said there. <laughs> sorry, Alan Fletcher. Sorry, I'm very sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking hell! Uh, <laughs> and then it all comes to a head when Ellie comes into the office, <laughs> finds that cat. I know, I've just I said a head as well. Yeah, <laughs> it goes yeah. his head. Been, like, <laughs> it's right. all in
2: good humour. It was fucking years ago. You're fine. Come on. Oh. Uh,
1: so, oh. Carl has been looking for Ellie's father because Ellie doesn't know who her father is and he's been doing some sleuthing, shall we say. Uh, and she comes in, you know, she's going through the files and she comes into Carl's office and finds a name, Ian Conway, and she's like, you think this is my dad? And he's like, oh, yeah, but I wasn't going to call and she's like, I can't believe you've fucking done this and storms off and you're thinking, oh, she's never going to work for him again shows up the next day completely infused, she's like, yeah, she's practicing CPR on the dummy, she's doing fucking everything right, she's reorganizing the file systems she's doing fucking brilliant and Carl's like yeah, I don't don't, don't know what's happened here, but she's fucking brilliant all of a sudden now, and Susan's like, well, you were a bit of a dick about trying to find out about a dad, maybe you should give the uh, details to me and he's like, "Yeah, that's probably a good idea. You know, I shouldn't have done that without. Her. It was a bit of a dick move." So he gives the, de- the the details to Susan, and then Susan goes, "Oh, I fucking rang him dinner. Sorry, I couldn't resist it. I got home and rang him straight fucking away." And Carl's like, "You're an absolute fucking dick. Why have you done that?" And she's like, "Don't worry though, it's not him." So we don't know still who Ellie's dad is. Yeah, she says it's not him.
2: Unless the guy I called can do, uh, can do a Geordie accent or something,
1: like I, I, I had no reason to say that. It was weird, but they threw it yeah. in. Yeah, they did throw that in. She rang she some did. Geordie up. She's either rang a UK number, which would be a massive fucking giveaway, or she's just rang the one Geordie who lives in Australia. That's, That's so specific. specific. I can't imagine many Geordies go to Australia.
2: I don't know. A, I lot, of, a lot of people Geordie. got sent over there, didn't they? So I will do that joke every time I can.
1: <laughs> I can't imagine Geordie's really leave Newcastle if I'm honest. Like, have you
0: ever met a Geordie? Yep. We need to end this I mean... podcast because it's about <laughs> to go really viciously downhill. It's, <laughs> like, it, it, it's so amazing. Like, We can make all the inappropriate jokes and it takes him five seconds to be the most offensive person here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know, I've never really... I don't think I've met a jolly I've met
0: someone from Sunderland. But he was well done. in Manchester. What are we doing? Then went back to Sunderland. <laughs> he's, he's lost his energy like I have, I think. He knows it's <laughs> at the end. Podcast is done. Wrap it up. <laughs> Do
1: you think
2: they'll find a, a dad at some point? Is that like yes, where we're going well, with this?
1: I've got a theory. Well, Go on. I've got a theory, got a theory that someone we already know, is her father. Because, of course, of course, it's going to be someone we already know. It's not going to be a so Is it you? Character. I've... So, the other half of this theory that I'm going to say right now is that it's Carl. I'm going to throw that one out there. What? I'm going to say it's Carl. Shut up. Carl likes a good shag about, and I reckon he's shagged Ellie's mom at some point we'd surely know about it if Carl had another kid no I reckon this is way back in the day I reckon this is prior to Erinsborough I was going to say still we'd know about it no maybe Susan never found out maybe this this is the one night twist thing but this is what I'm going to say right now alright Carl is the father any predictions on this I'm going to say Darcy is her father Darcy's her cousin or is he (laughs) <laughs>
0: you just tell her that Cousin father Father cousin If you're, if you're saying Carl I'm saying Susan <laughs> Because this is an episode of South Park <laughs> It's an episode of Neighbours Which is almost as bad <laughs> True So we have got lots
1: to look forward to Coming up What's going to happen with the Hancocks Are they going to continue to be fucking useless uh, Is Carl Ellie's dad um, Let's not slag
2: the Hancocks off too much in case we get them on the show. <laughs> I've been burned before.
1: We've been before. Now that's how we got Jason on the show. <laughs> True. That was the first event you sent me. But yeah, I thought he was a bit of a cunt too. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we've got plenty to look forward to. Next episodes are 3,976 to 3,980. I have to do some quick maths in my head there. Uh, Hence the slowdown. Uh, But Tim, thank you very much for this week. Uh, Adam, thank you very much for this week as well. Thank you for the Neighbours quiz beforehand. If you want to hear that, Patreon's just £1 a month. It's only a quid. A fucking quid? It's nothing. Subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, Follow us on socials. And tune in again next week to see what's happening in Neighbours. If you'd like early access to the extended versions of this podcast, don't forget you subscribe to our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash neighbourhood rewatch for just £1 a month. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Watch Neighbour. And you can also leave us a like and a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or wherever you
0: get your podcast.